Hello, and welcome to the King Heroes Journey podcast. My name is Beth Martins. I'm happy to be hosting James Erksine today, who is, uh, I've been waiting for you, no pressure <laughs> to come <laughs> to come forward. I knew, I knew it would happen eventually. Uh, in case you are new to this channel and new to the content that I put out, I'll just tell you a little bit about it. The King Heroes Journey podcast was born of um, an inspiration I had after my father died. And really looking at the way I had been programmed to see men as the source of all evil. Hmm. I'll just uh, admit it, I am now a recovering feminist. And after I worked through a lot of that stuff inside myself, I started to appreciate not just men, but everybody. King heroes come in, of course, both genders. And I'm going to hold to that. There's God only made two of us in, in that respect. And uh, it, it became just a really beautiful thing to see through without all of the cloud of that doctrine that I had come forward with. I am a, uh, a coach. I help people to get past their fears, to also build businesses. There's a lot of people losing their jobs right now. So as a business coach i'm very happy to show you how you can be independent in your in your uh, life's work and a, a very purposeful life's work at that and i have a feeling james you are uh, very close to being uh, if not already fully immersed in your life's work in a in a new way then i, I wouldn't be surprised so james erkson is a former winnipeg police officer who has very recently resigned under duress i know that term very well from my lawful studies who has um mm -hmm. Uh, decided to speak freely and or so that he could speak freely and openly about the problems he's encountered as a police officer in the past two years. I have a lot of questions about that, uh, including culmination in the past number of weeks of discriminatory behaviors towards those within the ranks who've chosen either not to be jabbed or not to disclose their jab status to their employers on demand. James has spent time in various roles as a constable with the Winnipeg Police, including many years as a patrol officer, as well as uh, working for plainclothes constable, uh, working in major crimes for three years. James is married for 17 years and the father of three. Uh, welcome, James. It's so great to have you here. Thanks so much for having me, Beth. It's a pleasure to be here. That's awesome. So, and welcome to everybody in the chat. We got a bunch of awesome folks showing up here that care about the law and care about the truth, care about justice. Hello to everyone. All the good ones are here. This is so good. Excellent. I'll just give you a little bit of a run through. So, so, so good. Yay. Honestly, I, I'm usually excited about my interviews. I wouldn't have anybody on that I wasn't excited about talking to. But when I heard you on uh, Wayne Peter's show and I was like, oh, wow, this is great. A, a police officer is speaking out. And then when I heard you were in Winnipeg, I nearly hit the roof. I'm like, wow, here we go. <laughs> right. And how much courage. Well, it go ahead. Oh, I'm just not sure I deserve all of the hype, but uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and I always say, you know, it's I, I'm careful not to put guests on a pedestal and, and make you separate, right? Because the thing that I realized about you right away listening to Wayne Peters' interview, which I loved, and, and you, sh you guys should definitely do that. It, Wayne, if you're in the uh, audience here, why don't you share a link to your, your interview as well? Him and I just connected. Awesome. And uh, yeah, so putting putting you on a pedestal would be wrong because that would make you separate. And the thing I like to show is that heroes, we're all heroes. 
we've been brainwashed to think that someone else is going to come and be our hero, whether it's the government or the police or even the fire department or some kind of authority that's smarter and more capable uh, than than you are, especially in Canada, we have this very bad, you can see everybody has this false sense of security because the government's just going to swoop in and pick up where they have to leave off. And real life is not like that. So to be able to show how you're, you're just a guy, Right. You mm. were just doing your job, wanting to do do your thing. And you're and you're still just a guy. But now a guy who's gone through a firewall. Yeah. Right. A firewall that that most people are not are not uh, able yet to go through being being one. I remember on the, on our uh, talk in, in advance, I said, so are there many like you? I'm kind of hopeful thinking there's a whole battalion. <laughs> and uh, and so far you're one. So congratulations on on being one. Well, thank you. I, I've, I'm just reading in the chat here. Somebody said one man with God is the majority, and I, I fully agree with that. I, and I think that the <clears throat> the the truth is that, um, you know, it it really doesn't matter how how many you're against. Uh, it, it matters that you're doing the right thing, and you know, not not to say that I've always done the right thing, and that I'm not, you know, just like you say, I'm just a I'm just a person. I'm just a man, um, but I, I think that a lot of the conversations that I'm having with people around me are, are really centered around, you know, how, how much the, the small little individual things that you do matter, how, how much, um, you know, the, the little actions uh, mean uh, the, the little times where you um, capitulate when maybe you shouldn't have, and you knew that it was wrong. Um, but you, you don't speak out and you don't say anything. And really the thing that I've, I've discovered with a lot of this is that um, most of the time, if, if somebody doesn't agree with you, even if they don't agree with you entirely or, uh, or at all, there, there's always a little bit of, um, not always, there's often a little bit of respect for somebody who's willing to do something that is um, maybe seen as the typical response uh, just a, as a matter of principle, and uh, I think that I think that people have a tendency to respect um, principle uh, a little bit more than we we tend to give them credit for. Got it, got it. And I'm just realizing I need to get Rockfin going. Sorry, guys, if there's anybody on Rockfin, um, let me just quickly get that uncensored platform rolling where we have people waiting as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, let's see if this is going to work. Rockfin failed yesterday. I hope they're not uh, getting corrupted inside or, uh, you know, because every other platform can be attacked. But so far, Rockfin had been, hmm, I don't know if it's going to work. Let me let me see if anybody is in the chat over on Rockfin, if you want to let me know if you can hear me. And here is a link, by the way, for anyone that wants to join. I think I'll put it in the chat instead so you could actually click on it. And there's Wayne Peters. Yay. Excellent. <laughs> Hey, Wayne. <laughs> Sorry for the delay here. Oh, I don't know about Rockfin. There it goes. Excellent. So if you would prefer <laughs> to be on an uncensored platform, there's the link in the chat that you can jump on as well. Love to have you over there. It's, uh, it's a great, great place to be. And here's Wayne's link. So if you wanted to catch the other interview that James did with Wayne, which was excellent, I highly recommend that. And uh, yeah, so 
just being a being a regular person and having walked through the fire, I'd love to ask you a bunch of questions. First of all, when sure. it, you let me know in our conversation in advance that uh, you already knew things in the world weren't right. When when did that start to happen for you that you saw that uh, things are not quite what they appear and that there was an agenda going on? Well, <clears throat> I mean, every everything to do with what what we're dealing with right now, like the the you know the reason for my resignation and that kind of thing, um, probably started right at the beginning, but um, or, or very shortly after the beginning of of this whole crisis crisis that we're we're talking about. Uh, it, it didn't take me long to recognize the patterns and the and the fact that you know there's something else going on, um, but. I mean, I've been I've been somewhat aware of the fact that uh, we're we're living in a country that's not at all the the same way that it it was when I grew up. Uh, we don't have the same morality. We don't have the same um, uh, the thing the things that people are uh, lauded for and shamed for are not the same as um, what I would hold up as as moral or just or, or upright. Um, and, and so you, you kind of alluded it to it at the beginning of our, your, your introduction here, you, you know, the, the idea of, of man and woman, right. And, and we've recently had a development in our country where our court systems have decided that, um, and, and our politicians have decided that you can put an other on your, on your license or on your birth certificate. And that's, that's a simple thing. That's just not true. And, you know, um, when, when we, when we, when we accept something like that as, as a fact, we've, we've already, I mean, we've already come far enough, uh, into the, into the darkness that, um, you, you know, we're, we're, we, we messed up a long time ago and, and, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of things that I think have have led to that. Um, you know, and I, I won't sit here and name a, a, a whole bunch of things, but I, I think I'm, I'm. My opinion is that is that general morality has has been the thing. The abandonment of of good up, good morals has been the thing that has led us down this this path. Boom! Right. That that is absolutely the truth of it. And some of us have the, the uh, you know, being able to look back and see how things were. And television started out with like Leave It to Beaver and family shows and things that demonstrated yeah. really good. Of course, they wanted to slip those TVs into everybody's living room <laughs> everywhere. So they knew they couldn't come out with satanic ritual abuse full frontal. Yeah. In, in the yep. in the first days and uh, they know how to drip how to how to just yes. slowly give us um, uh, you know a, a basis for our own immorality that oh well they're doing it and I see it everywhere it must be okay and and yep. uh, and I think people start to it just completely evacuate their own internal wisdom which we're born with and of mm -hmm. course children have to be led and guided at some level but the, the basic right and wrong, uh, that has been so uh, screwed with, if I say a more polite word than the one that came to my mind, <laughs> and, uh, and and making people just completely dissociate from their own inner wisdom that is is God-given, 
right? And that's yeah. something that I didn't really expect this whole thing to do, but it, it led me right back to a, a much closer relationship with God because nothing else was reliable. I didn't know what to trust. And mm. uh, and then and then studying law brought me back to the Bible. I thought that was just going to be mechanical, looking for the the contract. But lo and behold, it's like no, no, it's all here. Everything that uh, you know, the prophecies and um, Jackie Milne, who's here by the way, had her on a, a few times once on this show in my and my Manitoba Lawful Action Group, which you're most welcome in, by the way. And and uh, you know, talking about the way that historically all of the empires have fallen and and it shows us the patterns of those falls and it gives us a timeline like where are we at uh she yeah. she she says we're at the the zenith of the of the empire which is the, the most immoral time of of mm -hmm. all when when everything inside falls apart so i'm i'm really glad you have that perspective and and so what was it like for you in the winnipeg police force over the past two years seeing that at ground level maybe that uh immoral immorality being played out well on a on a basic level i mean i think that i think that you know it's it's interesting going through this this um what, it, what did you call it? A firewall in in relation to the past few years. I, I've I've heard it commented a number of times that you know people are waiting for the police to wake up and people are waiting for um, you know somebody in in I guess a more of an authority position to speak out and 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 that kind of thing. And and you know you also mentioned a lot of people are waiting for that 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 knight in shining armor and, and so to speak to come uh, to save the day. And you know I, I I've seen it from the opposite end of things you know i started policing in 2011 2012 and you know that was right when uh police were beginning to be much more you know police have always been a, a target for media and 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 you use whatever hot button case uh or topic uh, and you 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 know you, you you pick something out of out of the uh the, the regular mainstream media's playbook and you find something that that panders to whatever narrative you're looking for and then you get the people fighting about it right well i've i've seen from from day one you know just this uh this inability to name things for what they are and this this inability to um see the see the truth of the matter right and and <clears throat> so often uh a lot of these a lot of these problems that uh, can we say society? I think it's just our, our like our our humanity has a lot of these problems that that humanity has um, stem from something that people aren't willing to talk about and and to to touch. And so I, I've seen, you know, I've se I've seen the the population sort of miss the mark on so many of of the things that I've been involved in. Right? Um, I don't think that I've ever 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 been to an incident where the you know mainstream media has has ever reported accurately or non-biased in any way shape or form for any of the things that i've done and then and then i've seen um i've seen really really good uh officers demonized for for things um I don't want to be too specific about one of these examples and, and embarrass somebody uh, that, that is a good friend of mine, but I, I've seen, 
I've seen officers just shredded in the media and I've, I've, I know the whole story uh, beginning to end. And, um, and I've seen the effect that that's had on, on, on officers uh, just, just crippling them and, and kind of tearing their heart apart because they, they're, they're doing what they genuinely believe to be the best because they, they, they genuinely care about people. Um, one of the officers that, that, that happened to uh, was a, I considered a good friend and, and um, I've, I've been involved in a very specific investigation where had, had they not been willing to go the extra mile, uh, we wouldn't have been able to uh, get a, a lady out of a very, very difficult, very troubling situation. And um, there, there was a lot of, you know, <laughs> there, there was a lot of, of difficult um, things that we did and, and, and difficult um, stick handling of, of that, that case in order to uh, make sure that the right thing happened. And it's interesting that you talk about, well, that, that we're sitting here talking about um, legality and right and wrong, because I always, I've always looked at um, right and wrong as the, as the, as the principal goal of policing. I haven't looked at legality as, to me, the law is, is there to represent right and wrong. And I think really what happens is that the more laws that get on, put on the books, Typically, the, the the easier it is for people to find loopholes in those laws, and and it just it becomes this this nest of um, of nonsense, right? Where where if you're just a, a reasonable person looking at a, a situation and 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 trying to be frank about it, 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 the simplicity rules. You know, is it has something happened that was wrong? You know, and then what is what is the remedy for that, right? So, you yeah. know, to go back to the, your original question, I, I've, I've seen it all the way through my policing career, and it's been a very difficult thing to come to terms with. I believe it. I believe it. And no pressure at all, but uh, Joel was just asking in the chat here, what illegal measures, is there any anything that you can tell us that's going on, what was going on behind the scenes, or do you put yourself at risk that way? Uh, illegal measures... Okay, maybe so. Maybe I said something that uh, I missed myself saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, just you what, know, what, in reference what, to what? Say in the last two years, what you were, how you were okay. watching people, you know, and and where there's there's no actual wrong happening. So someone's not wearing a mask, or someone is mm, yes. not social distancing, or they're they're in a in a, a birthday yep. party and there's too many people, or some, you know, probably anyway. That's that's what I would be uh, kind of thinking yep. along those lines. So, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, all of that, all of that stuff I would consider wrong. Uh, so you, you, you as a person, as a human have a right to, to life, liberty and security of the person. That's how the, that's how the charter of rights and freedoms design, de defines what the charter of rights and freedoms really has no authority to define, which is, which is that that the right is there for the person because that person has been um has been created by god right, right. and and so right and 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 so the 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 idea of right and wrong being something that is granted by a law is is backwards it's it's that laws mm. have to have to define 
uh, what we know to be right and wrong because of our because of our uh, inherent understanding of right and wrong, and and so a lot of people get that upside down. And I, I find that even as we're discussing uh, a lot of these topics that we're discussing these days, people have a tendency to appeal to the law, and they and they go and they they pull out and say, well, this this says that they can't do that. It's like, well, yeah, that that does say they can't do that, and that's totally true but also they can't you know it can't be done uh rightly because it's not right um and so i've always said that that laws are created because people do things wrong so often and then and then you know finally the people say like this enough is enough we need to make a law about this so that people aren't doing this wrong anymore and really what it comes down to is you know treat your neighbor like you would want to be treated and and it's essentially like that, that, that cuts out most of the nonsense in the world. Um, now the idea that the idea that you, you can just leave it at that and people can self govern, I, I don't think is an accurate or adequate statement either. Um, you know, pe people always want to think that they can self govern until, until the first problem comes that they don't have an answer for. And, um, you know, I, I always think of the, the, the least, uh, prepared people, the, the the people who are are the most um, marginalized. You know, I, I've met so many people in my in my career who who just need help. They they just need help, and they need somebody to help them. And um, you know, if if it was true that we could all just help one another, then those people would be receiving that help, right? And and but but we've kind of designed this this system where. Uh, we're we're still we're just waiting for that entity that that government agency that that whatever to come in and be that you know be the be the person that cares for this uh, for this for this person and mm -hmm. I always think about <clears throat> um, you know I, I think about our, our uh, foster kids for example um, the, the 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 system that we have is grossly inadequate for for foster kids and and some of the things that I would advocate for the the most strongly when I was you know speaking with my superiors and speaking to other agencies like uh, child and family services or something like that were were how how kids were getting left in the lurch and it was all all due to policies and procedures and you know we would we would see these policies and procedures that were all set up to um, you know, have this rule and that rule and the next rule. And the whole point was to protect the child. And yet, you know, because of all these rules, the, these kids would be running off and, and, you know, in the wind and, and going into situations where they were just in danger repeatedly. And, um, can I interrupt when, when you, quickly and just ask, do, do you think it's by design? Well, yes. But by whose design? I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I couldn't name the person who's designed it that way, if that's mm -hmm. what you mean. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, do I think that, you know, child and so CFS in, in Manitoba is, is run by the province, right? It's, it's a provincial entity. Mm -hmm. Do I think that the premier of the, of the province is the one who's designed it that way? No, but I, but I think it's like, it's, it, it, it's cascades, right? It, it, it turns from one problem to the next because the first problem was there and it was never addressed. And so 
um, it's the, 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 the question of, of, of who's, who's to blame, I always think has to, has to turn upside down just like a lot of our leadership does. Um, we have to, we have to stop waiting for somebody to come and lead from the top. Uh, just like we have to start taking responsibility for our kids from the bottom. We, we have to, we have to, you know, start, start at the very beginning and, and take care of wh whatever is in your purview. That's the thing that you have to look at and speak to. Right. That's brilliant. And it's exactly what I subscribe to is uh, radical self-responsibility. And that means not sitting and sorting out what's my responsibility and what's not my responsibility. That's a very classic kind of new agey take, actually. Yeah. But if, you, if you're willing to stand up and take responsibility for everything that's happening in your life, it's totally mm -hmm. illogical. But it's the way that you have personal power and not power over stuff, but it's right. you. You have you have energy. You can you can step in and start to, <clears throat> like you say, you can't do it for anyone, but you could be an example, right? That's that's yeah. one of the hopes of uh, sending this interview far and wide. Is just like look, a regular person just stood up, and and yeah. spoke the truth and risked everything, his livelihood, yeah. what you know, whatever is there. So, yeah, I, I completely well, agree. I mean, I mean just just taking the example of, of children like I like I've tried in so many different ways to do so many different things and it felt like banging my head against a concrete wall and so what is what is my answer I mean I mean you could you could just start saying well I guess these kids have to come home with me and then you've got you've got you know 50 kids in the in the basement and they're in the same situation that I can't you know I can't feed and clothe them properly because I I can't take care of 50 kids right like it you or you can or you can say look I've got three kids they're my, they're my three kids. I've got some nephews, I've got some nieces, and I'm going to do my best to try and take care of them. And in, in that way, the things that, the things that are within my sphere of influence are, are being cared for. And, and I've, I've undertaken that responsibility. And, and now um, that sets a precedent for the people that are around me, that this is, this is what we expect from, from a society for our kids, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. And uh, just going back to a point like, you know, it's Alphonse Fagiolo, who had, I had on yesterday, it, it always jokes, uh, oh, well, the government told me to do it. And uh, it's like, oh, could I speak to Mr. or Mrs. Government, please? Right, that they, they're they're hiding behind. Uh, some people don't know, although my audience knows it, that, that the, the province of Manitoba is a corporation. And they create yeah. corporations which are dead, fictitious entities to hide behind. And then they put the figureheads out in front who who are not really responsible for. Maybe they're just simply like puppets and and carrying forward what was maybe the most benign. They didn't question it. And, and, and maybe they are actual outright perpetrators. Or if they're not, they, they well, I mean, uh, without that intent, but yet with their actions, there's a big difference there in, in, in law. I know like when you have criminal int intent and when you're yep. just going along to get along, but we learned from the Nuremberg trials that it doesn't really get you out of the responsibility at the end yes. of the day. Right. So um, yeah, go ahead. Well, the, the, yeah, the idea is a liability shield, right? You, you, you blame everything on the system and then, and it absolves it like in your mind, it absolves you of all responsibility. And that's one of the things that I've been very clear to be saying to leadership and in, in the organization that I just came from is that, is that this doesn't absolve you of anything. You're, you're responsible for what you do. 
And, um, you know, policing is very interesting because, uh, especially in the last little while, I've really noticed that the whole goal is to put um, all of the all of the responsibility onto the constable. The constable, the buck stops at the constable, right? And and so, um, you know, without without getting into a tirade about about how grumpy I am with the with the executive and and the um, the service in general, um, you know. What ends up what ends up happening is that they they put the the people who are doing the most work and the most um, uh, interacting like up and and the, it's those heads that roll right and and um, you know they're they're happy to have you do the wrong thing uh, as long as it meets policy until policy is questioned and then and then they just leave you you they hang you out to dry like never in never in an actual court case will the well, the people who are setting these policies at, you know, take ownership of these policies that they're, that they're making. And so I've, I've said that to countless people on the street, you know, like there's a, there's a hierarchy of law and <clears throat> there's a reason there's a hierarchy of law that there, there's, there's things that are, you know, at the, at the bottom that are, you know, uh, bylaws and, and, um, you know, acts that are provincial acts and stuff like that and then there's the criminal law and then there's the constitution and the, and the charter and and above the constitution and the charter it says it recognizes the supremacy of god and you know i i think i know a little bit about your viewership i, I mean i think they they probably recognize that there's a bible still in every courtroom in the in the country right exactly and um you know there, there's a reason that there's a there's a bible in every courtroom in the country um yeah you not know, that they wouldn't have wanted to get that out of there but they know they yes. can't right yeah there, there there's there's it's been written into the very beginning of canada what what um authority is being uh cited as the supreme authority and what are you going to do now what are you going to do right and they and so that that's part of the reason i think that they they keep trying to you know they, they play with the laws down lower and they hope that that people don't realize that those laws down lower uh, are nothing if they don't agree with the original, right? And uh, that I think that's true, you know, literally, and I think it's true figuratively, and I think it's true spiritually as well. Yeah, beautiful, amazing point. I love that. I was so happy to hear that you had that foundation. And maybe mm. it's part of, I don't know if you think this, but it's part of what gave you the courage to step out like this. Because when you are, uh, like like somebody said, uh, one man with God is, is a majority. And you in the Bible says many, many times, fear not. <laughs> yeah. And and don't fear men, fear God, which, you know, I think that's more like respect God and and uh, mm. have, have that. I don't, I don't actually fear God I, I have um, but I have great reverence for that um, and so we where our, our system is so badly misunderstood and when 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 a police officer shows up in a an uniform with a badge and and a gun right and and you you're in danger actually you're talking to somebody with a weapon I remember the first time I went to my grocery store and they had a just a security guard out out front and it was new new in the days when we had to wait in line to go our, into our grocery store and everything and I was being belligerent at the time I was I was angry at every and I just went up to him and I said is that a weapon and uh, and and he said yes and and I'm like well 
um, I don't actually, I don't even remember how the interaction went. I know I offended him and I just walked in the store without permission and it was something went badly. I'm, I'm since much better behaved <laughs> than, than that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's something that it, it really makes people forget about God, I guess is, is the, is the point of it. That, mm -hmm. that if, if you're coming up against authority, then you have lost sight of who actually has authority in this, in this, uh, in this world that we live in, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. as long as you're as long as you're living rightly. Um, <laughs> speaking, speaking, <laughs> I know. Speaking well of sirens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as long as you're living rightly, and and I mean that that really is the that's the crux of the matter is that that you know the idea that man man is is inherently going to live rightly is, is I think a false a false idea. Um, and I, th I think there is a reason to to give um, to give power and authority to good people, and I think that I think that that power and authority is is legitimate uh, over over people. Um, but like it, but it, but it like expired. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, like you said, if they're not doing rights, yes, if they're doing wrongs, right? Well. Well, yeah, and and I mean, like like where I where I where I I guess would I the the thing I haven't quite figured out is is you know um, is it for example some of your viewers might might think um, you know is it is it lawful or not to say that you you have to have a driver's license and and insure your vehicle you, you know I've I've bad you know i i've i've tried to figure that one out in my head and i've i've pulled over a lot of people who would say that you know you don't have a right to pull me over and you know i'm not going to i'm not going to hide anything you know i'm i still am a cop or i i was a cop up until now and i i would you know i'd i'd probably talk to that person differently than when i first started and when i didn't have an idea of uh some of the deeper things of the law but i i still you know, I still look at that and I think, well, there's at least the, the, there's the, the idea that you should be able to debate that back and forth. I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily think that just saying like, like there, there's, there's no accountability and there's no, there's no people in charge who can tell somebody you, you can, you, you either have to, or you can't. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's the right answer for any of this, but you know, I'd be I'd be more willing to these days to listen to an argument in <laughs> in the other direction at, at the same time. Got it. Yeah, and uh, you know, in, in the case of traffic, if you if you you run the lights or you, um, God forbid, hit somebody, a car or a pedestrian, or you endangered people's lives or scared the crap out of them, you know, then yeah. then that all starts to make more sense but so much of the crime we deal with is is victimless right there's sure. literally nobody harmed and nobody faces a loss and then uh, yeah uh, one of the people that i hosted on my on my podcast here he was pulled over and they literally made uh they lied and said he didn't have a seatbelt on that was their excuse for pulling him over i'm not trying to demonize police in fact the opposite i think we need our police more than ever um, sure. 
but uh, so that was the reason. And then when they discover he has no ID because he's completely dissolved his birth certificate and he has, he's driven for five years without a license. And uh, I don't, I think he was probably driving his wife's car because if you don't have plates, you're just like, can't go five feet without getting pulled over. But uh, they just threw him in jail. Mm. Right. And there was literally no crime. He had done nothing wrong. So it was it was very eye opening to me to see that um, that 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 there's a line crossed there in our system. And what do you think that line is when when somebody can't identify themselves or doesn't have a driver's license? What what insult is that to the system? Why, why is it taken mm. so seriously in your eyes? Well, we're getting uh we're getting into things maybe I can't, I can't necessarily answer. Um, Not a but way. I'll say, I'll say that I, I do, I do look at things like that or I've tried to in my, in my career. Like to me, there's a difference between you mentioned red lights. There's a difference between driving through a red light when there's nobody around at two in the morning. Uh, and, and when it's rush hour traffic and um, you know, so so I think that that would speak to the idea of putting somebody in danger. Um, you know, we, we see it here in some of the, the bylaws in Winnipeg that, that are put in place. Um, there's a, there's a difference between, um, you know, driving 30 in a school zone in, in, during the day and when kids are chasing balls out into the street or whatever, and, and, you know, on a holiday, but, you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to get the guy in the photo radar van who's, who's enforcing it on a holiday and it is different. And, and the idea that, that driving 30 or driving 50 uh, on a on a holiday, just because the letter of the law says that, you know, if the idea is to protect children that, you know, I, I'm fully aware that those, those things don't, they're contradictions, right. Of the, of the law. Um, you know, I've always had a driver's license. I've always, you know, I've always registered my vehicles and, and um, you know, there, there comes a point, there's a, there comes a point where, you know, you're paying a tax and, and, you know, you're, you're just, it's, it's another, you know, it's another permission that you're asking. I, I think that the thing that I've tried to establish with people while I'm talking to them is I'm, I might, I might maybe agree with you that, you know, registering my vehicle with the government, uh, you know, Regis for, for the King, right. Register is uh is not necessarily something that that is uh it, like it does it doesn't subscribe to you know where where we originally came to like like with with uh laws in this country but <clears throat> but i think that there's levels of egregiousness for the lawmakers as well and the ones that there's a reason that it's now that I'm deciding, well, I, I can't, I can't participate in this anymore. And it's because I think that, you know, stopping the free flow of oxygen to somebody's mouth and telling them who they can and can't have over for Thanksgiving dinner has well stepped well beyond those bounds. And so there's probably for me, you know, a little bit of a floating area in the middle where there's good arguments to be made for and against, but we we've, we've entered into a, you know, we've crossed a Rubicon where there's no going back here uh, in terms of, of just, you know, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. No, no, th this is intentional. This is, this is um, tyrannical and, it, and it's, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You said it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this question just came up and I'm glad it was asked. Thanks, Stephanie. And it's, um, how do you feel about when, when uh, 
Brian Pallister was our premier and he hired, I don't know what the number was of, of mall cops to come into Manitoba. We call them yellow vests. I'm sure you might know that. And, <laughs> sure. uh, and they harass people randomly. They go wherever it's, it has, as far as I understand it, they don't have any agreement with the store. They just, they're, they, they free roam, they ticket people. I had a run in with them the other day. And so how did, how did you and your, your, your uh, fellow police officers feel about that? Was, was that actually welcome for you because it took some weight off out of your hands or how, how did it go for you? Well, um, I, I would have probably preferred that um, police deal. Well, <laughs> I would have probably preferred for a couple of reasons that police deal with it. One is that I think that, in general, uh, on average, um, that that a cop is going to use discretion more than than somebody who's hired specifically to give out tickets. And I, I've seen that whether it's uh, photo radar enforcement or whether it's uh, um, you know uh, parking parking tickets or uh, you know now with with this COVID um, stuff. And um, I, I always think that. <clears throat> that discretion is, is key with any of these things. I've, I've been to very, very few of these, uh, these calls where people are ratting on their neighbors and that kind of thing and saying, you know, that there's too many cars in the driveway, et cetera, et cetera. My, my, there was always a certain amount of, of, you know, I don't want to be going to this, but I'm glad that it's me going to it mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, I have the ability to deal with that knowing what the actual law is and what, what the actual right and wrong is. So I, you know, I can go up and knock on the door. And the first thing that happens once, if somebody answers the door is, you know, Hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here because, you know, so-and-so told on you, uh, you don't have to tell me anything or answer me any questions. And, and, you know, if you tell me that you'd like me to leave, I'm going to turn around and leave. And, um, <laughs> you know, when, when, when we're able to do that, um, you know, I think that's the right I think that's the right response to to stick handle through this this situation. I mean, we we somewhat want um, good cops that are still out there who are still, you know, using discretion uh, wisely. And we've seen that we've seen that a little bit throughout Canada, where um, police services have have said, "Look, we're not enforcing this." Uh, they had to walk back the prime minister in or the uh, premier in uh, in Ontario. And, and say, well, maybe we overstepped our bounds. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe you did. Like I, I've always said, and I, I've pointed this out to every cop that I know, when the police are saying we've got too much power and too much authority, you know that, it, that there's a problem because rare, like rarely are police going to say that. Um, right. <clears throat> you know, I was, I was given a warrant one time that basically let, let me go into any house in, in the city of Winnipeg that I believed reasonably that there was somebody inside that, that we were looking for. And I looked at this thing and I'm going like, well, that is a lot like, that's a lot of, that's kind of, that's kind of fun when you're a cop, like you've got a, you've got a, you've got a key to every door in the city, right. Or, or every door that you think that, that, you know, this person could reasonably be in. So if, you know, grandmas and aunties and, and whatever, right. Like, and, and, you know, there, there's this sense of, you know, uh, good, good, good people wanting power is, is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, as you know, as long as they're willing to, to wield it with um, responsibility. So, you know, when, when, when the police are, when the police are saying this is too much, we like this, this isn't, this isn't right. We don't want this, take it back. 
you you really have to start listening to those cops. Mm, beautiful points. Yeah. Wow. So much I want to say about this. <clears throat> First of all, that um, you know, the, the the when you have power, it is a great responsibility, and it's yeah. why I'll just cut right to the chase. It's why you need God because you are so high above. Like you said, you got a key to every every uh, house in the province or city, how whatever your jurisdiction is there, <clears throat> and uh, it's very easy to abuse your power. But if you have God and you have that basic uh, part of you that's alive, that knows right from wrong, and and you're you're continuously deferring to your Creator to say like, you know, am I okay? Is this is everything good here? And you're not, um, then you're not as vulnerable <clears throat> to like the King archetype I I teach about and coach with, is uh, they get addicted to power. And so they're they're going to be serving power as a master, and you can't serve two powers, or you can't can't serve two masters, right? So yeah. it's uh, it it can be a downfall. And I, I just want to say this really loud and clear that to me, I'm super insulted by the bringing in of of foreign um, uh, people to you know and deputizing them and giving them power over the people. First of all, they don't know our culture; they have no idea what's going on here. I know that's going to make me sound like a racist, and uh, if that's the current definition of it than I am and I'm willing to accept that they they really don't have a clue where they are or who, or who they're talking to and uh, and and that's what we're vulnerable to overall right if this whole thing the the agenda is is um, global I'll have to say global because I don't believe in a globe but uh, it's they they want the the global cops to take over and and so much effort has been made to demonize. Like you said, every time a, a, a media story goes out, it's not even reflecting the facts of what happened. And right. I saw something the other night that was definitely um, fear porn. I just really read into it. And it was somebody had placed out lists of all of the police officers in some region and um, and had taken a highlighter and and highlighted all of them that had been involved and, uh, and convicted at some point of a, a pedophile crime. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it was very emotional. And he was, he just kept like, you could see how it was a, a, a serious manipulation. And the, and the net result is to make us hate our police officers. Mm. Right. And I'm, I can't say if that's true or not, or not true, but yeah, go ahead. This was, this was a place in Canada. I'd have to go back and look. There's just okay. a fire hose of uh, information and media and, and stuff like that. I don't think sure. it was Canada, but it was definitely the the agenda was to demonize the police. And mm. uh, you know, I, I come from a history myself of being the rebel without a cause. Like I said, I you know I was belligerent, and uh, I went to jail as a teenager and broke laws, and I stole a car and all that kind of thing. I'm much better now, and but I've come full circle. I, I know cops who did all that stuff. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, right. before they before they were police. Yeah. I mean, we all we all do come from. You know, I always joke. I I, I had to pull my earrings out when I went to my first um, my first in person interview as a police. Pull a big space in my ears, and I, you know, when I was a teenager, I had bright orange hair, and I, I'm a I'm a totally different person than I <clears throat> than I am now, and and you know that that's part of that's part of growing and learning, and and it's part of, you know, understanding that even, even the person that you're talking to right now, who, who's not on the same side of things or who isn't um, as aware of, as you are of, of what exactly the depth of what's going on, the, the idea of having um, grace for them, the idea of, of being able to, uh, you know, forgive, forgive that person 
<clears throat> for the things that they miss or, or because you've, you've been there and you probably are still there in a lot of ways right now, right? Yeah, exactly. That's there before the grace of God go I, right? That, uh, yeah, 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 you start, it, your life makes you humble if you let it because in, you've been all the wrong places and maybe five yeah. minutes ago, <laughs> not knowing, yeah, yeah. right? And we're all, yeah. we're all waking up and coming to, I think it's the beauty of uh, seeing the, um, the living man behind the mm. uniform and the title, knowing that they, bleed like you do they have feelings like you do and uh, even if they're in a position of abusing power they're they're really no different from you they are a child of god and uh and can always mm -hmm. be redeemed right that's even the worst criminal that god is waiting for them to to uh to come on board so uh yeah, yeah wow this is uh such an interesting conversation for me go ahead you know, I, I, I just, I think that that's true. I, that, that's one of the things that I left. It was the last thing that I left um, my work with is, is um, you know, I was being <clears throat> told that, you know, I, I think they were, they were trying to make it into a, a, you know, we're the good guys here, you know, we, you know, maybe reconsider and, and you can come back. And if this all sorts itself out and um, you know, you, you don't have to give up this, this, you know, good career and, and, uh, a, a sure pension and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, my, my response to that was, you know, I, I would consider, but I would need an apology. And, and, you know, that's the thing that's required for, for this to get undone. Right. It is, I'm not above, I'm not above forgiveness for people who've done things that are terribly, terribly wrong. Um, you know, I, I, I can even think of, of times when, you know, like we, we, we went into a situation and there were, the fight was on and, you know, we're, we, you know, we're wrestling and we're, you know, getting punched and kicked and bit. And, and then you get, you get somebody finally into handcuffs and into the back of a car. And, and, and it's just sort of this, Hey, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what, what I was thinking. And it, you know, my, my goal was always to say, okay, we're going to start over again then. Right. And, and it's amazing how many times, you know, something turned around and was able to just, you know, now, now it's water under the bridge and, you know, you know, you're going into, uh, uh, you, you, they're still going to jail, but, but now you're, you're, you're not in an adversarial situation kind of thing. Right. And, um, I, I think that that's not, that's not impossible, uh, for, for any of us, as long as we're willing to be open and honest. Um, there, there's very few, if any things that I think that you can't come back from, I mean, certain journeys back are, are going to be a lot harder than others, but um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely willing to consider if, if sanity is, is going to return to some of our leadership, I'm definitely willing to consider their, their apology. Right. So. That's beautiful. And it's the, it's the highest hope. It's why you would do anything. Some people get into the lawful arena because they want vengeance, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we know vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So then uh, it's, not your, it's not your role. And, and on the side of forgiveness, it's the most beautiful point because that's, you know, that's, that is the highest hope that they would see the, the air of their ways, ask yeah. for forgiveness, be redeemed, and come on, come on side. That's, that's like the most amazing thing. I was forgiven the other day and it feels like a million dollars. I saw yes. where I went wrong. I, you know, I could have easily stayed in a snit and it was a bit of a war. You know, there was some 
back and forth. But, but at the end of the day, it was, it was like, no, I'll just, I will take responsibility. I did, I did wrong. I'm going to say that. And I was forgiven. And it was like amazing. Even, even, um, <clears throat> you know, I asked God for forgiveness already and that, that could have been fine. But once there was a meeting of minds and, mm-hmm. uh, and that, that generosity was given both ways, then it's like a miracle. It is like a yes. total transformation. It's a new day, like you said. Then, then you can start yes. again. Well, and that and that really is that really is the the key, right? Is you said the meeting of the minds. You you, you have to have somebody who's who's uh, willing to meet. And and so what what brought me to this point really is that is that it was like talking to paving stones. And you know when you when you're talking to paving stones, there there's no point. It's it's. Uh, the idea of pearls before swine, right? You just, you, you at some point in time, you're, they're going to tear you to shreds. And, um, you know, <clears throat> one of the things that I'd like to address just, you know, that, that you haven't necessarily asked about, but, but I'll, I'll just say, I've, I've had a couple of interviews now and, um, you know, one, one of the things that I've tried to be careful about is, is hopefulness. And, and, um, you know, I, I really do think that there's, there's always hope, um, you know, and, and I think that sometimes maybe that, uh, I don't want that to detract from the idea that I like, I'm also very angry, you know, I'm, I'm also very frustrated and I'm also very um, bothered that, that people are being treated this way. Um, you know, and, and I think that there, there's a very interesting mix that has to happen there where, where you have to really acknowledge that, that this is wrong. Like this is absolutely wrong and it's, and it's sick and it's, it's twisted and it's, it's causing people so much, damage in their lives so much damage in their families so much damage in their friendships and and their workplaces um it's it's you know i i i listened to a couple a couple of the things that i said and and i just realized the one thing that i was one of the things that i was maybe missing saying was that i i I want people to understand that there's cops out there who really understand that there's and there, there's, there's ones that are still working and there's ones that are, you know, there's firefighters, there's paramedics, there's nurses, there's teachers who really, really do understand that they're, they're going through the same thing that you guys are going through. And, you know, there, there's the, like I said earlier, earlier on when, while we've been talking, the idea that, <clears throat> the idea that all of the, all of the good cops would quit is not necessarily what we want, right? That it's not the result that we want, how much they you know, how much they capitulate to, to nonsense is another question, but you know, that there's a really, really fine line to walk in, in this day and age in terms of where, where you're going to ask that, that police officer, or that teacher, or that nurse or that doctor to step out. Um, it, it's, it's such a fine line. Um, you know, I found my, I found my line, my line was, was that I just knew that I couldn't go back. I couldn't, I couldn't, um, follow orders from a person who had treated me that way. Um, you know, and despite the fact that I, I would, I would still forgive them. Like I, I just, I couldn't follow them if that makes any sense. And, um, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. So I just, I think that I really want to acknowledge for your viewers and for, for anybody who might watch this, that, you know, anger and frustration is an absolutely a, a, a normal, a normal, reaction and i think wayne wayne when i was speaking to him one of the things he said is is show people that you're angry um and don't do it violently and don't do it irresponsibly and don't do it um in a way that's going to um you know destroy what could be but 
but definitely show that you're angry. There, there, there needs to be um, a real, yeah, yeah. Somebody just said forgiving and forgetting is two different things. I mean, that that is that is true. And and there there is a time when when forgetting comes into play after you know after things have changed, uh, after things have changed and, and gone through a genuine change. I think that that you know having you know constantly having the one thing that that person did wrong to you in the back of your mind is not necessarily the attitude that you want to have either but um yeah it's you know. sort of a little bit of a you could say misunderstanding or limited understanding of forgiveness that it makes you a pushover mm. that you're just going to yep. let them walk all over you but but yeah you know having having a spine i, I saw a good meme these days uh and it was like uh the spine is the sexiest thing in 2021 right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, yeah yeah, when you when you stand up and it, it, yeah, you can have full forgiveness, but it doesn't mean that you're going to let somebody uh, continue to to treat you badly, and you're going to look past injustices. And here's here's another thing that, because I I work with people to help them let go of the feelings that stop them, the feelings and the programs underneath them that stop them from having clarity, being able to actually see. And sometimes our our um, you know, our, our inner life and even our anger can, that's why they say blind rage, right? Like you can't see, you, I'm sure you've dealt with many people in that very state when they do regrettable things. And yeah. so um, don't, don't think that by, um, by say, you know, suppressing your anger will be, will be a problem. That's going to, that's going to harm you and unleashing your hang, your anger will also be a problem, but don't think somehow that if you get into that state of, um, and it's not even peace, it's higher than peace, like actual freedom from your own programming. It's not going to make you less, um, take less action and be less effective. It's actually the opposite and every and it's a, it's an act of bravery to let your own anger go because you think well i'm just going to turn into a wet noodle they're going to run roughshod over me it's not true yeah. you see clearly action comes in a way that uh it's not it's not driven by fear ultimately so i'm not trying to yeah. put daniel anger is a stage and it's it's a, a definite stage yeah. to uh and brings power and action and all that kind of thing so that's my speech about that anyway <laughs> yeah no i i, I agree um, you know, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just reading one of the comments here from Jonathan. He said, he says like, what are you going to do when they, uh, bring you into a, a concentration camp? And you know, that, that's, that's such a, that's such an interesting question. I, I, I've thought a lot about that. Like what happens? <clears throat> and, and for me, it's a very, it's a very personal question because if it's the police that are sent, you know, on some, on some terrible day to, uh, bring me somewhere that I don't want to go. Well, those those police, if I'm still living here, are are very likely people that I've I've worked with. Right. And so, w what is what is what is the good answer to that? Like like honestly, what what is uh, like? And I'm not I'm not trying to be facetious here. I, I honestly don't know what the answer is to that. That that you know, do you? I don't think that the the answer is that you know, oh hey, you know, Mark and hey hey Bill you know, now, now let's fight to the death. Like that's, that's not, that's not the answer to that, that problem. It, it just turns into that, that civil war of brothers, brother against brother and one's wearing gray and one's wearing blue and, and everybody dies. And uh, so, so that, that, that's, I mean, I'm just trying to look at this comment and, and think like, it's a valid question. I just don't know if there's a, a, a an answer that I can give, give that that's a valid answer. Um, you know, that, 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 that still maintains, 
the integrity of it. I, I think you have to cross those bridges when you get to them. Bingo. Right. If you In have policy, yeah, if you have policy on this stuff, I think you're cooked. And that's one of the reasons that our system can be as fallible as it is, because the the policy doesn't speak to every situation, right? You show up mm -hmm. at somebody's door and, and uh, you see perfectly peaceful, nothing wrong going on. And you say, if you ask me to leave, I will. And and But you might come to another situation and go like, oh my gosh, somebody's being harmed. And look, that kid's not being look at, looked after. And mm -hmm. and you're going to you're gonna act differently. So it's... Uh, yeah. Uh, now, th this is something that I wanted to talk about, and it's another comment from from uh, Jonathan in, in terms of forming a militia. And I did sure. hear you say a little bit about uh, to to Wayne Peters. And this is one of the things I was super excited about talking to you about because, you know, our 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 system is crumbling right before our mm -hmm. eyes. I don't know if you agree with that. And, and hope is good. And let's do everything we can to to see if we can make this, you know, like not a, a, a hill to die on, but a, just a hump we can go over. Sure. But um, how do you how do you feel about that? It, um, forming a militia and, uh, and taking law enforcement, not into your own hands, that would be a wrong way to say it. But mm -hmm. but, you know, on our side, also wrong way to say it. But I'll let you talk now. I have to turn some lights on. I'm still in denial that we're coming towards the, the <laughs> shortest day of the year. My light's disappearing. So I'm just going to make no your screen bigger and sure. turn, turn my camera off for a second. And if you want to speak to that, I'm still hearing you. Yeah, I mean, what do I think about forming a militia? I mean, who do you put in charge, Jonathan? I mean, and at what like like do you want to be in charge of that? Is that is that the is that the thing here? Like you're going to you're going to take charge of a militia? I mean, I don't know who you are. You might be a great guy. I, I just the idea that that you're you're going to form a militia, like like who leads it? I mean, the 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 whole problem that we've gotten into is is you know, I've heard it said one time that that a government is formed as soon as you try to order a pizza with three people. You know, you've somebody's got to collect the money, somebody's got to make a decision on the topping, somebody's got to form the action committee and and make a phone call. And, you know, the, 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 the idea of, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I think that there's all kinds of, all kinds of things that have happened throughout history to all kinds of different countries and provinces and, and uh, states. And th there, there does come a time where, where um, nothing, no, something is unavoidable. Um, you know, I can I can <laughs> I can tell you that forming a militia right now is probably not going to end in the way that you you are probably hoping it's it's going to be. Um, I, I don't I don't want any part of forming a militia my, myself. I'll, I'll I'll answer it that way. That that's not that's not the thing that I'm interested in. I'm not interested in you know going out into a field and bayonetting sacks of straw and, and trying to teach people you know how to kill. Yes, very well said. And so what do, is there, do you have a vision for law enforcement, how it could look on, you know, is there is something, maybe militia is a very strong word and teaching how to kill and all that kind of stuff. But um, having law and order in what otherwise could be anarchy, right, when, when things fall apart for us. Now, here's a beautiful thing about uh, anarchy is a, 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 a demonized word, whether it's one you need to justify or not, I yep. don't know. But, you know, it's a small example. We went camping last summer, and they didn't allow the park police into the campground because of the restrictions. <laughs> and uh, we got along really well. 
And there were a couple of little things that came up conflict wise. And how do we deal with it? Well, I just went over and had a conversation and then it was dealt with, right? I didn't need any, any um, uh, enforcement to come along. It's so much can be handled at the, at that street level. The Bible says, settle with your brother uh, before you go to court on the way to court, if at all possible. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree with that. I I think that if you're at the point um, if you're at the point of of forming a militia, you're, you're you've probably gotten to. There's been steps missed, and I, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so foolish or or um, uh, ignorant as to as to say that that there aren't times in a, in a country or a nation or a people's uh, history or future where um, you know fight fighting. F- literally like literally fighting for what you believe is isn't the right answer um i'm just i'm not on board with it at this particular moment for sure um you know i i just don't i think that there's other things to try you know jonathan mentioned he's a he's a cf veteran and i i've worked uh in and around it my one of my best partners was uh an rsm and what do those mean by the way i don't know those acronyms uh, a regimental sergeant major and CF is uh, Canadian Forces. Canadian Forces. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. No. Sorry. That, that's uh, that. I get into cop speak every once in a while and abbreviate. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, it, like, like, I have a great respect for somebody who's like. I mean, I've been somebody who's willing to carry a firearm uh, for uh, for for good, and I've been willing to use it for good, um, and. And so I, I have a great respect for people who have that in in them. They have that 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 idea of good in them, and they have the idea of protecting good in them. Um, I, I I just I think that <clears throat> one of the things that I've learned carrying a gun is that the best thing to do is try to avoid using it. Um, you know, and and I've certainly been in positions where. I've never, I've never, I've never shot anyone. I've never been in a, in a, in a lethal use of force encounter. Um, I've, but I sure have had times where I've pointed it and I sure have had times where it was very, very close. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not a person who thinks that, um, like a person, a person should have, uh, the capacity for, for violence but then think very, very carefully about when and where to use it and, and, and be restrained as restrained as absolutely possible. Uh, while, while that is the while that's the case, that that's somewhat my opinion on that. I don't know if I'm answering those questions adequately for, for folks, but. Certainly for me, you are. And this is the hallmark (laughs) of the, uh, of the warrior archetype. I also see where Jonathan is, is, is coming from, from a different perspective. We could talk about that more, but, um, you know, the warrior is uh, coming from, and, and this is how I, I mapped out the the hero's journey, just found this whole thing inside of myself with archetypes and with the help of some authors as well, that, uh, it, you know, the rebel is, uh, the rebel without a cause is going to fight in every direction and and just, you know, has all of this anger and all of this pent up um <clears throat> kind of, you know, uh, pain and resentment and, and injury. And uh, they they come out swinging, right? And and so the, the warrior, le- or pardon me, the rebel leads to the warrior and the warrior needs to have that discipline 
and mm. uh, uh, and be constantly training for the potential violence that might uh, yeah. erupt, but will be uh, strategically looking how not to fight. That is their yes. gift. How not yep. to fight? How to be so strong that nobody's going to fight you? That's that's another take on it. To be yep. like, I'm not going to go and smash Beth Martins because I see she's strong, she's capable, she's resourceful, yep. and uh, and I, I'm just not going. I'm going to go for some low hanging fruit over there, which I don't. I hope badly for the low hanging fruit. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I totally agree. It's, it's the idea of, you know, better to be a, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And, mm. you know, my, my answer to that is I'd, I'd actually rather be a gardener in a garden and just be left alone. And, <laughs> uh, but, but I do, yeah. I do understand the, the, um, the, the sentiment, like it, it, it's again, like I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not somebody, one of, one of the, one of the best uh, pieces of advice or, or, statements that, it, that was ever made to me about being a cop is, is, uh, when I was in, when I was in recruit class, one of the instructors said, okay, you know, he was asking who, who wants to be a cop? Cause you know, it's got a good salary. Who wants to be a cop? Cause it's, you can drive a car fast and who wants to be a cop? Cause you can catch bag robbers and who wants to be a cop? Cause you can, um, you know, help, help your community and people are putting up their hands and he says, okay, who wants, who wants it for the power? And everybody kind of balked at that and kind of looked at him. He says, well, if they're giving out power, I would rather be the guy with the power than without the power. And, and mm. at that moment, I kind of, I kind of understood why I wanted to be a cop. I, I mean, like I'd rather have power than, than have some, some halfwit running around with, with power and, and, and doing something stupid. Um, and so, so that, that's, that's a big portion of, I definitely understand the sentiment here where, where, you know, Take care of take care of your your community um, and be be the be the person who's um, the guardian of of the people who aren't who aren't as strong the people who need protection that that's that's an absolute good trait and that's why we get uh, people in the Canadian forces that's why we get people who are who are police officers and that's why but it's also why it's so so possible to um, malign those those people's intentions. Is because that 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 warrior heart, right? You you get you put somebody on a warrior mission, and then and then they 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 start focusing only at that, and they and they can't they they stop looking peripherally, and they they only see what's directly ahead of, ahead of them, and all you know all the person who has malintent needs to do is 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 you know guide them, and and it's like a horse with blinders. You just you you pull the reins this way, or you pull the reins that way, and and now that 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 person has been given a lot of power and authority but but the direction that they pick isn't isn't their own uh because because they're being they're being muzzled and moved so yeah excellent points i love it uh, i used to volunteer for the winnipeg uh, folk festival and i i stopped being interested in the festival but i kept being uh interested in taking having my kid have a festival experience so i ended up volunteering as the um uh on the security uh team and yep. and I picked it specifically. There's a lot of different jobs. I picked it specifically because it did come with power, and sure. uh, I had the best parking spot, so that I would have put my hand up for that, <laughs> that access. Uh, you know, but it, it, it's like you that if you if you know what power is for, if you understand and uh, and have that 
idea that power is not over people. It's, it's a force that speaks for itself. It, it has its own authority. And then, and then, yeah, better in your, better in your hands, you know, uh, better in my hands, I'll, I'll say, than somebody that's a live wire and has a lot of anger and has a lot of, um, you know, just, uncontrolled unmastered internal life that they're yep. going to they're going to go off because they're they're unhealed from something in their life and all of a sudden somebody's dead because of it right that so yep. yeah anyway i just totally get that point yeah that's so good that's so good um just kind of see here this uh what questions I'd like to ask you. So, do you want to talk about the Frontline Alliance, Manitoba, and uh, what, how that came about? What the people are like in behind the scenes? And I'm going to put up your sure. URL. So it's Frontline yeah. Alliance Manitoba uh, uh, MB .ca If you go to the yeah. website and uh, fill us in, what's going on there? Uh, so it's a group of uh, police, uh, firefighters, and paramedics. Uh, we've all gotten together. Uh, we are. Um, opposed to all of the all of these mandates we're opposed to all of the measures that are being put in place uh, right now and we're intending to uh, fight the court battle that's in front of us um, we don't have you know it's it's kind of like it's kind of speaking to our wheelhouse right uh, this is what's in our wheelhouse this is what's ahead of us this is what the group of us are um, aware of and are able to are able to address and so you know, again, we're 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 not we're not going to be able to just wave a magic wand and and get rid of all this. Uh, but we do intend to do what we can, and and what we can, we believe, is uh, is take uh, our the entities that are that are uh, affecting us to court. Uh, our hope is to set precedent. Um, there's there's very few things that have gone on in Manitoba that have that have actually progressed to court. And so uh, we intend to do that based on um, charter charter violations and and um, discriminatory practices that are happening within the fire ser fire service uh, fire paramedic service and the and the police service. Uh, we've got uh, a web page as you see see up there. You're scrolling through it. I think they did a pretty good job with the web page. Um, it's wonderful. I've then, been quoting this, by the way. I got vaccinated oh, awesome. so I could win my freedom back. Healthy yeah. fifteen year old. Darn it, eh? Well, and it's so ironic, right? Like uh, to to win your freedom by by doing something that that you shouldn't have to do, right? It, it's 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 the epitome of irony. And mm -hmm. I, you know, the the interesting thing about about that is, I really think that this generation that's coming up behind us, um, behind guys that are are my age, you know, my kids, my kids' generation, and 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 that are going to be a very interesting batch of, of teenagers and, and, and young adults, uh, come, coming on here. There, there's, there's a very interesting things happening with, uh, university crowds. There's very interesting things. Uh, you know, uh, this, this snake that's been chasing its tail and has now caught it and is, you know, halfway past the, the, the rattle on the tail is it's going to consume itself eventually. And it's just a matter of, you know, letting that run its course in a certain sense, but we definitely intend to, um, you know, help it along if we can. <laughs> and, uh, and that's what this, this is all about. We're, we're hoping to set some precedent. Uh, we've got, there's a, there's, you know, the ability to donate on there. Uh, there's the, uh, we've actually got a, a GoFundMe uh, page. If, if, you know, there's some of your uh, viewership that, that might want to support us a little bit. We've all, we've all, uh, uh, 
put in a, a significant amount of money from our own pockets. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not just, uh, you know, we're trying not to just come to people with our hands out, but at the same time, we are hoping that, you know, we've got some initiative here that can, that can make a difference. Um, the, the real question is going to be, and I think a lot of people know this, how, how, how are these courts going to uphold um, the actual law and, and the actual, um, you know, charter. And uh, we, we really hope that they are. And, and I've, I've seen judges do a lot of funny things, but I've also seen ones that, you know, when it really comes down to brass tacks, they, they, they make a decision that's surprisingly, not, I shouldn't say surprisingly, that, that's the right decision. Well, that's good to hear because it's easy to be very, um, you know, jaded about the whole thing. And um, I'm curious also in terms of, I, I, I have to assume you guys are working with lawyers. Uh, we are. Yeah. We've got yeah. Uh, some lawyers. The way, the way that we've, it's shaken out for us. And, and from what I understand for a lot of Manitobans is that there aren't, uh, there aren't a lot of lawyers in this, in this province who are willing to touch this with a 10 foot pole and what that means for their, um, you know, <laughs> what that means in terms of where money is being sent and how money is being sent. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, but I've definitely got my suspicions and I've definitely got, um, you know, some things that people have put in my ear in terms of, uh, of, you know, payoffs and buyouts and, you know, they're, I guess they would be called, uh, retainers and, um, but but we're we're doing what we can with uh, with some lawyers from out of province. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things, and uh, we don't have to belabor it by any means. I'm not going to try to uh, say you're doing anything wrong. But my my understanding of lawyers is that they work for the bar association and and judges, and therefore really cannot work for the people that they're so called defending. And, and what do you think of this also, so I'm just interested in your opinion, not to uh, convince you, but sure. what do you think also that once you, once you make joinder with a lawyer, you have to do it with your uh, straw man who uh, Alphonse Speciolo came on yesterday and said, it's a pile of crap, actually. So we're, we've been going on, on this premise. I still, I think I have a lot of programming. If he's, if he's right, I'm, I'm indoctrinated in that respect. So yeah. what do you, what is that relationship with the lawyer like for you? Do you, do you agree with that or is do you call that patriot mythology like Alphonse does? Well, I'm probably more familiar than the average cop with the idea of straw men and the idea of, um, you know, the, the different, the different systems of, of law, the different, uh, ideas that, you know, are you in com com commerce? Are you in criminal? Are you in, um, you know, admiralty and, and all this, all this stuff. Um, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm no fool. I, I, I've, I've seen a lot of different things and I've, I've seen, you know, I, I think, I think that there's certain people out there who have, I've, I've really listened to that have been able to walk an interesting path through a lot of that stuff. And um, at this point in my, in my life, I'm not going to, you know, I don't. I don't think that I'm. I'm honestly well versed enough in that stuff to, to make comment on it. Um, I, I. I definitely have seen enough that I. I think that folks like Anton Fagiolo like has. Alphonse, a, yeah. A heck, uh, Alf, Alphonse, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, has has got. Um, the, you know, there's something to it. I, I, I would. I would definitely say that. And, um, you know, the the whole ins and outs and details of that. Uh, I, I, I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm wise enough to, to let you know that I, I don't, I don't know the, the answer to, to all of that. I do know that, you know, our lawyers, um, I, I, I like, I like them. I like the, you know, in talking to them, I, I, um, you know, have, have some amount of faith in them. I, I don't know them personally. I don't know them, uh, very well, but I, I, you know, I, I've been reading people for 11 years now and I've been listening to their answers to questions and, uh, in, in terms of, in terms of the answers that I'm getting from our lawyers, I'm, I'm not, I don't have concern that, that we're being led down some garden path. Mm -hmm. um, did you, did you get to know them at all? Like, are they awake to the agenda or, or do they, su they support the, the measures? No, they, they don't, they don't support the measures at all. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they're one of few firms who do, um, they would be constitutional lawyers um, in terms of, you know, in terms of their broader area of practice. Um, you know, I, <clears throat> I don't know if I, I'll, I'll just be frank. Like lawyers have never been my favorite people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they've never been my favorite profession and there's plenty, you know, I just even reading your chat, like I think that, there's there's plenty of people who would say the same thing about cops and you know it, like it it doesn't hurt my feelings right like it like you you can say whatever you'd like in your in your comments and you can say you can say whatever you'd like about me to my face it doesn't it doesn't change the idea of what i know and understand to be right and wrong and it doesn't change the the my intent and it doesn't change um and i think the same is true about lawyers i think that i think that there's this this, um, you know, perception of lawyers that, that can sometimes be very jaded and possibly rightly so. And, and then there's probably some that, that walk in and out of the shadows that, that, you know, are, are trying to do their best for, for the people that they're working for. Maybe that's a, a an unrealistic, uh, way to look at it. Um, but until something you know, sort of, I have personal firsthand information of, of that not being the case, or, or I've been bitten enough that, that I know that that's not the case. You know, that's sort of the, the presumption that I go with. Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, it, it's another, it's another profession that we just haven't heard from, right? Do you think that the lawyers would jump up? There's a few famous ones. I don't like to name anybody, but uh, to the extent that they're out there creating hopium for people and, oh yes, we, we got this big, lawsuit and 150 page document went to this guy and that guy and and then you hear crickets like nothing and the legal system tends to be you know i was talking to catherine austin fitz and uh, she had a, an 11 year battle and and a local woman actually was was in a battle for her her daughter uh, who had been injured by a vaccine and they they could prove it they had evidence about how that happened they spent 11 years in court losing yeah. Right. When they yeah. when they were actually right, and so you know th that's that's where I think people are are watching these things and hearing these messages, and there can be so much bravado and so much jumping up and down, but the reality is, that. you know, and and here's here's the thing. So even even if it's completely what do you what do you call it? Um, you know, um, benevolent is the word I'm looking for. Then yeah. the 
what to me to me the one thing is not to look at James and and the the lawsuit that they are planning. And I don't even know if that's accurate lawsuit, but um, and actually I'd like to ask about your employer and any any legal action that you thought you you might want to take against them, if if at all. But it's it's making the people believe that they don't have to do anything. That oh, you know, this guy has it handled and that guy has yes. it handled, you know. And I, I feel like this is this is something we're being called to each one of us to take responsibility in, in our, our own way. So what's your yes. take on that? Well, I totally agree with you. Uh, I totally agree with taking uh, responsibility in your own way. Uh, and I think that really that's what's going to, to break this spell that we're under. And in um, law also, right? Like in yes. law. Yeah. Got it. I, I do agree with that. I, I mean, um, and, and um, I'm, I'm very well aware of, of affidavits and that kind of thing. I, I, being a cop, I've, I've written tons of them and, and I've, I've used that successfully in, in a court of law to, to, um, accomplish my purposes as a police officer. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of, of how the, that, that whole concept works. And I'm also aware that, um, the, the legal system seems to work a little bit differently than, the way that I've always understood it to work. And <clears throat> so I, I guess the best way to put it is that this, this is the way that is in front of me that I, that I know how to use. Um, and there, there's a certain amount of, uh, um, d acting in good faith, I think is the best way to put it. I intend to act in good faith that that others are going to act in good faith until until I know otherwise until I've seen otherwise and everything that that's being presented to me uh suggests that that things are being acted on in good faith um you know by, I, I, by I, whom do you mean uh by by our lawyers by uh by you know the people that I'm associated with uh in this in in our in our venture here in frontline alliance mb like uh, it, it, we, we live in a, we live in a, a time and age where, you know, people can, pr and they tend to pretty quickly associate intent with an action. And, and, and it's, it's a little, you know, I, th I think that's a little bit, um, difficult to do accurately. Uh, you know, I, I think that once you get, you know, and, and I've spent a career, <laughs> associating people's intent with, with their crimes. Right. I mean, uh, there, there, I do understand that there, there, you know, there's a tendency there to, to say, well, the, the intent, the intent is, if you stab somebody, the intent is to hurt them. Right. Like, and I mean, there's certain, th certain actions that can be taken no other way other than sort of the way that they're presented. But we, we sort of live in this, in this weird, um, weird circumstance where, where people are often, demonized I think unfairly and, and 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 you know the amount of times that I've I've seen this person or that person or, or the other person uh you know called a shill or called uh you know that they're they're controlled opposition or they're they're this that or the other thing I mean I I again I'm not so foolish to think that that doesn't exist I I just think that you know you really, really, really have to be careful about that. And, you know, without evidence to the contrary, you, you kind of have to assume that somebody's 
um, that somebody is going to act the way that they're saying they're going to act and that they are, um, there, there's no, there's no subversive intent to the rest of their actions. Um, you know, that's really how I've tried on the street when I speak to them, you know, you, you take everything at face value until something starts not making sense. And then you start asking questions about the thing that doesn't make sense. And, and that was the best piece of advice or one of the best pieces of advice that I got <clears throat> about investigations is that you, you ask questions until things start making sense. And, mm. and I love that part of your interview with, with Wayne. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's a pretty typical thing. And I mean, if, if that person doesn't want to answer the question, that's a very, very, obvious simple question when when that question only has two answers let's say it you know it's got the answer that's going to lead them to incriminate themselves or it's got the answer that's that's the explanation <clears throat> i often you know i often comment to people that uh it, it's funny the the the, be the advice that lawyers always give when people are dealing with the police is is not to not to make any comment and I understand why they do that and and it's but it's basically in my opinion a lot of the time it's it's advice that kind of um hamstrings them sometimes we, we often get the person who's implicated by everybody else but we kind of get this real good feeling that they were just there you know and and weren't necessarily a part of the big fracas or whatever and so then you know we try and come at them in every direction possible to say look like give us your story and and if, if once you, once you hear somebody tell the truth, all the liars are, are obvious. So if, if, if everybody's lying and then all of a sudden somebody starts telling the truth, like let's say we've got, we've got six people in custody and they, they've, they've, there's been a robbery, you know, nothing is going to make any sense. And then all of a sudden one person will start talking and say, say the truth and then boom, the, tr the truth comes out and it all all of the lies even start making sense and you know why they're lying about what they're lying about and and so uh, often what happens is when everybody lies all the time or or doesn't say anything is that everybody goes for the ride and, and I mean it'll probably get figured out in court later on but uh, that person might uh, you know they, you might be in jail overnight as a result of not wanting to say anything and that might be a price you're willing to pay I don't think that, you know, going to jail for a night is a, is a price that I'm necessarily willing to pay if I could just give a reasonable explanation for something. So, um, mm -hmm. to, to circle back to it, I, I think, I think, I think that the real, the real thing here is that <clears throat> we, we live in a, uh, an increasingly distrusting society. Mm -hmm. And as you can see from the chat, yeah, apologies. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. no, I, I that, that's fine. I, <laughs> I'm thick skinned, you know, I, I've, I've been called, you know, this is nothing, <laughs> uh, you know, and, I, and I've been, I've been physically attacked and I've been, I've been verbally attacked and I like it, it doesn't phase me. I, the, it used to bother me when I was, when I was younger and I would start out and, and people would, people would bop, 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 bop to try and get a rise out of you. And, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me anymore because I've, I've realized that I know that, that I'm, I'm acting with, without malintent for anyone mm -hmm. and whether or not they can see it, I, I really don't care. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to prove to you 
that I'm doing the right thing. I, there's no way to prove to you that that you know what what's going on in my heart and in my in my head. There's no way to prove that to people. And so if they're going to be the kind of person who's uh, just naturally uh, spiraling and 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 associating either your profession or your the the kind you know uh, with 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 something bad, there, there's nothing you can really. You, you can't say something to that kind of person. There's nothing that you're going to say. It's it's the same. It's the same as somebody who's who's wearing three masks in the grocery store screaming at you. There's no there's no point in talking to that person. There's no point in trying to reason with them mm-hmm. because they, they, they're, they're they've made up their mind. Right. Yes. This is a little bit more even here. So, you know, uh, some, somebody's getting, hello, Vonich, getting a good feeling about you, but, but, but has this disposition towards cops in general. And Joy just said, you know, no, no offense. Uh, it, sure. it, it's, it's a police in general. So, you know, often people have had some bad experience that, that tainted them. And, uh, you know, it's, um, the difference also because there there are good people everywhere. I was very humbled when I had to go through the medical system twenty years ago. I was uh, fight, fought, fighting for my life with a cancer, and I mm-hmm. had demonized the medical system. Well, lo and behold, I end up up to my eyeballs in the medical system, and I had to yep. see that that yeah, it is a totally corrupt system, and there was many things yep. wrong with it, and they 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 did almost kill me, but but there were individuals within that that arena that uh, had the biggest hearts ever and had nothing but good intentions. And I think the the philosophical question at the end of the day, we're not going to be able to answer, I'm sure. And in this is just, you know, within the system, are you going to be able to do uh, the good that you have in your heart? And uh, so, you know, but, uh, but I'm not taking you to task about that at all. I do have another <laughs> question that I would love to ask. And it's about, uh, so there's a movement out there about people doing two things. One, and the, these are two different things. And one is to go and actually um, make, for example, that, um, wh- how is it called? That you, 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 and this is something that a lay person could do without any knowledge of law whatsoever, literally go down and, and um, I know it's not filing criminal complaints at that, at that stage, but making, maybe it is the same thing, but like making a, no, it's, it's making a statement, making a police statement. Oh, a victim statement. That's it. If I get the term to particularly as, as a way to, if nothing else to create um, havoc for the system to, to show that many people are being victimized and, um, you know, so do you think there's validity in that approach? And then, and then the other, uh, uh, extreme is filing criminal complaints and, and being, you yep. know, knowing you're going to go to court with that. So what's your take on, on the victim statement to begin with? Um, well, there, there, I, I think you're going to, I think you're going to have hurdles to jump through, uh, with filing a victim statement. Um, you know, and, and essentially it's going to be whichever responding police officer, what their take is on your complaint. If they, if they believe that that's a criminal complaint, then they, then you might be successful filing a statement. If, if they're going to brush it off as, as, um, you know, non-criminal, or this isn't this isn't our purview as as police. Uh, then, you know that you're you're already uh, you're already stopped at that first hurdle. Um, <clears throat> I think I think the idea of filing uh, uh, private prosecution charges in in a court isn't necessarily a bad one. Um, I think that it's probably a more direct 
route. I think it's probably about as much work, uh, maybe a slightly more work, but, but it, it's, I mean, and it, and if, if that charge actually gets um, put forward and the crown doesn't take it over, that's, it's, it's quite a lot more work because now you're, you're as a private citizen running that prosecution. Um, <clears throat> I, 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 I have my suspicions about whether or not it would get that far. And, and I think it's because I've seen so much, um, you know, sort of kangaroo court that, that goes on in, in the lower, in the lower courts in our, in our province. There's, there's quite a lot of, um, you know, I, I've, I've had it out with, with, uh, I shouldn't say had it out, but I, I've, I've, you know, argued with, with justices and that kind of thing, just on my, my end of things where they're, they're being silly and ridiculous and they, they, you know, it's a spelling error. And so, you know, they, they say, well, this isn't the same as that. And that's not the same as this. And you're, you're playing games at that point in time. And um, so, you know, the idea of private prosecutions might be something that gets more attention. Um, mm -hmm. Is it going to get, is it going to get the same results or is it going to get more results? I don't know. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't say. Um, yeah, no, I think it, it's it pretty, is. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think uh, it's pretty, there, people are pretty clear that it's, it's really just to be a nuisance to, to make it uh, inconvenient for, sure. for people to tie, tie up the system to, uh, <clears throat> you know, and, and when you, when you start to pressure people at the, at the lower end, they, it trickles up the stream. They're like, Hey guys, we're being inundated with all of these complaints. So that, that was their, now I don't want to go that route personally, because first of all, you go, the first thing you have to do is go and make joinder, right? You, you bring your, your ID and, and then you attach it to this action. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't, you know, just even intuitively doesn't sound right to me, hmm. but it, I, I won't discourage anyone from doing anything that they feel or know to do. So, uh, but I agree with you that it's probably, you know, and, and, and that's even, even I, I noticed on your, on your website that there is the, um, um, the human rights charter and they washed their hands of, of, of COVID, right? They said that they weren't going to have anything to do with, with uh, complaints related to the pandemic. Sorry, you, you, you had a little bit of a glitch there. Yeah, there yeah, I got the, there's the charter on our, on our website. And that what was the next little bit. Yeah, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Uh, as far mm -hmm. as I understand, I saw a declaration that they washed their hands of anything to do with this boogeyman virus. You mean the Human Rights Commission? Yeah. Yeah. Pardon me. Um, yeah. Yes. No, no, that, that's fine. Uh, yeah, they, they've... <laughs> the, the Human Rights Commission is a bit of a joke in my mind. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's... Really, it's the idea that you can... You can um, now take things out of the courts that have been put there for, for the people, and and that some some non you know like some some commission can now rule on it at, with without jurisprudence, right? Um, you know, in in my mind, the 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 human rights commission is is uh, it's nonsense. You know, I, I think that I think that people go to those kinds of things and they. <sighs> what everybody's doing right now is they're trying anything that they can possibly grasp at to stop the stupidity. And, yeah, and I agree. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't really fault people for that. And I mean, not, I, I, I honestly believe that what we're doing in our organization is, is the best thing that we can possibly think of right now. And it's, it's the thing that we, it's the thing that we have the most, um, 
direct um, it's the thing that we have the most direct influence and, and uh, understanding of. And so, so that's where we're acting. And, and I mean, um, you know, you've got firefighters who are dealing with the fire and paramedic service and, and the paramedics, and then you've got the police who are dealing with the police service. And so th- those aren't like to, to affect those entities. I mean, that's not a small thing. That's levels of government, right? And, and it's, uh, it's government, um, entities. And, and so we're doing, we're doing what we can. And, and I think that a lot of people are doing the same thing. So what I, what I keep getting <clears throat> from folks is, you know, my, my, my phone number and my email address and everything are fairly out there. And so, and generally people are pretty good. They'll, they'll phone me and or text me and ask me if they can give it out. And I keep getting a lot of, uh, emails and, and, and phone calls and texts asking, you know, what, what should I do and, and what can I, can I do? And truly there isn't anything that's before us that has worked that, that has, you know, like that has started to put us up to this, that has started to become effective. And, and, you know, I I just, I I find it, you know, it's, it's, it's disconcerting and it's uh, disheartening for people, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing. And it doesn't mean that, that what you're doing isn't the right way to do it. You know, you can say something's illegal all you want and somebody can still do it. And, 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 you know, just sitting there and saying that's illegal isn't, isn't the thing that stops them from, from acting illegally. And which is why police exist, right? Like, you know, you know, just, just, you know, while somebody's stealing your bike, just sitting there, Hey, don't steal my bike. That's, you know, that's theft. It's criminal code, you know, section, blah, 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 right. It, 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 sitting, sitting there and, and, and telling that person over and over and over again, that what they're doing is illegal doesn't stop them from doing something illegal. We've seen that with notices of liability. We've seen that with cease and desist letters. We've seen that with, you know, just people looking a peer or a, or a supervisor or, or a manager or something in the eye and saying, this is wrong. And, and here's all of the, the reasons that it's wrong. And, and just, the, the, the person kind of will, will nod and then they'll just go ahead and do the thing that's wrong. And, you know, we, we see that, we see that in so many examples throughout, throughout our society, throughout our, our, our population, the idea that just, you know, dec- I, I hereby declare that this is wrong is going to stop, is going to stop something is nonsense. And yeah. it's, 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 it's a point like that where I understand the, the tendency of people to say, okay, like, let's start a militia then. The, 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 so let's, let's say you start a militia. Let's say you, you put together a militia and you, you overthrow the government. And now, you know, you know, whoever, whoever is in charge of the, the rebel alliance is now in charge and they're the new El Presidente. Right. And, and good, you know, like now that person, okay, who decides what the new rules are? And, and, and who, I like your example you know, of the pizza, you get three people ordering a well, pizza and you need a government, right? Exactly. And, and so, and so now you've replaced Pallister and, and Trudeau with, with, you know, one of, you know, some, one of your, you know, one of these people who's, who's commenting. Okay. So fine. Now, now what happens when, what happens when somebody says, Hey, I don't like that. That's wrong. According to, you know, according to this, that, and the other thing I want, I want you to step down right? It's the same problem over and over and over again. What, what you have to address is that what's right and wrong has to start with the, with the person, 
with what what's integral to to the person and um you know it, it's you, you you can't just you can't just start over again you know but at the same time we we can't just keep going the way that we're going there has to be um there has to be a a changing of people's minds in order to to bring them into a uh, a deeper understanding of what is actually right and wrong and and why it's actually right and wrong and sometimes that only happens because things get really 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 bad and all of a sudden people start waking up and realizing this is really 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 bad how did we get here and you know i i, I really think that uh there, there's possibly some some aspect of that, that that's still yet to to occur is that it, it's it, it can still get worse right Mm -hmm, indeed. Yeah, it kind of promises to. So I'm keeping you for a long time here. Do you have time for a, no another question or two? Sure. Yep. Okay. So how do you recommend dealing with police these days? So I'm in the grocery store and I'm shopping along and I'm minding my own business. I actually run into, uh, I think things have just have really transformed over time, uh, especially at uh, superstore I'd I've avoided for two years because I had a friend with a very bad interaction with a police officer there. She was intimidated. She was scared. Uh, she was fined in, and she like really did nothing wrong. So um, now I was in there and I ran into two police officers. They looked at me and looked away. They're actually looking for uh, theft this time of year. Yeah. That's yeah. more more their approach. They even have a, a, a message over the intercom that says please social distance please wear a mask but recognize that some people have exemptions and yeah. and be kind to them right and i'm like oh wow they must have had too much conflict in their store and got sick of it or something and yeah. um, so if if you've got somebody coming down on you heavy maybe maybe you're catching them in a bad way or a bad time um what how do you recommend dealing with a police officer so that it could be a win-win situation um Okay, so uh, in general, like like I, I can't, you know, I, I can, I always, people try to trip me up because you know they they had some bad experience with a cop. Most people's experience with a cop is with traffic cops, and most, in 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 my opinion, somebody who's enforcing traffic laws only and doing it without without discretion is going to be a harder person to talk to in general than than any other person. Most cops that are just out there taking calls want to do that. They want to take. They want to take the calls. They want to deal with it. They want to. They want to uh, restore peace and good order. And that that's their, that's the, honestly their goal. And um, you know. And then we get uh, you know uh, the what what typically happens is that some you've got type A personalities, and then you they meet another type A personality, and that like the the butting of heads starts. And it, it is like both both parties start acting ridiculous, and I'm talking including the cop. Um, and and so the 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 there, there's all kinds of things that that are beneficial to good interactions with police. One one is that I think that um, you know there there's no there's no way to replace um, experience. There's no way to just suddenly give a 21 year old cop experience and understanding and, and life and, and, you know, stuff that they've had to deal with in their life that gives them 
a presence of mind when it comes to dealing with people who are dealing with that same stuff. There's no way to give that. And so you're, you know, part of the, part of the thing is you've, you've got to have the best, the best people that you're hiring. Um, so, but, but anyway, you're asking what, how do you talk to them? Um, yeah. So they come up to you and they say, you, you, you have to put a mask on, right? If, if that was you in that situation, how would, how would you, um, talk to them sorry you cut you cut out they, oh, okay. come, they come up to you and you, they say you don't have you don't have a mask on they they say you and, have and you to should wear, have a mask on you have to wear a mask okay how how would you okay. recommend responding or how would you respond if you didn't want to put that muzzle on you because god tells you to breathe well um so <laughs> I, you know, it's a bit of an unfair question, just just because I think that my my answer would change depending on who I'm talking to, um, and 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 how that person's interacting with me, um, and I, and I think there's a wide variety of of responses, um, but I think that, um, I think that in general, <clears throat> you know, courtesy, polite, and and just being. Uh, a person who's, um, you know, relatively easy to talk to and, and not defiant is, is the first step. Um, you know, the, so, so my, my answer would be that, um, I, I would ask them, I would ask them if they understood which, which law they were referring to that said I had to wear a mask. And that can give you a whole bunch of different responses, you know, and it, either they actually know the law that they're, they're talking about, or they're just going to mumble something about a mandate or something about a provincial guideline. And then, um, you know, you're, you're going to, then, then you're going to say, okay, well, are you, are you aware of the charter of rights and freedoms? Obviously, hopefully most of them will say yes. <laughs> then you're going to say, well, the charter of rights and freedoms Did says, you know, do you guys get educated in, in, in all of that as part of your oh, police training? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they obviously they focus on things that are more, more, um, uh, like they don't, like we, we don't get as like, we don't get in-depth training on, on language rights in New Brunswick and, and, and Quebec. Right. Like, but, but they, you know, section seven, section eight, section, uh, six section, you know, uh, 10, a 10 B is, is our police charge and caution. Um, so, I mean, it's it, like every, every time that we arrest somebody, we read a, a version of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. You have the right upon arrest and detention to uh, be informed of the reason thereof, right? And, and, and so we say, you know, you are under arrest for such and such, you know, as a result, you have, you know, on, on, you know a, an assault on so-and-so on this day. And as a result, you have the right to retain and instruct counsel in private without delay. This means that before we continue with our investigation, you know, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then you get them a lawyer, right? And um, uh, so, so yeah, we, we're, we're well versed in those things. One of the things that, that is going to probably be in well-established in the mind is the right to life, life, liberty, and security of the person, the right not to be deprived thereof, except in accordance with the principles of fundamental justice. And so <clears throat> you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you know, explain that like, you know, 
I, this is what I would say. I would say you've got the right to detain somebody in accordance with pr uh, the principles of fundamental justice. You can take away their, their, uh, liberty and the security of the person. Right. Um, you, you don't, you don't have the right to kill them, you know, so the life, the life is untouchable. Right. Um, but this, this, the liberty and the security of the person can be removed in accordance with the principles of fundamental justice. I don't think there's uh, very, very, very many people who would disagree with that, uh, who would disagree with the idea that a, a police officer should have the ability to stop a crime from happening. And I mean a real crime. So then, then, you, then you go into the idea of, okay, well, what is life... What does liberty and security of the person mean to you, right? And so, the the simple thing that I would say, and I mean, I've got an advantage when when talking to cops because, you know, probably most of them I know, <laughs> I know, right? And and so, but but the thing I would say is, look, like, you you know what's right and wrong. You know that I have I have the right to breathe, and for you to put your hand over my mouth wouldn't be right and and prevent me from breathing freely, and you know that if somebody was here filming you putting your hand over my mouth and preventing me from breathing freely, that you'd be in a heck of a lot of trouble. So what is the difference between that and a mask? You know, you know, it's, it's the, the, the idea, like, like I'll wear a mask when I'm going and uh, spray painting, right. And I'll wear a mask when I'm going and, and right. it's to prevent harmful chemicals from entering my, my breath, my breathing, uh, airways right and but the idea that you that you would un unconditionally wear one all the time because somebody said that you have to and and you know but but it, you're now you're in a restaurant and this person has to wear one because they're sitting and that person doesn't have to wear one because they're standing you can easily show people that this is ridiculous the question is always whether or not they're going to recognize it and the same is true of cops sorry the, the other phone's ringing here the same the same is tr true of other cops is that um, you know, the, the question is always going to be that person has got a gun and a badge and, and, and a set of handcuffs. And so are they going to do the right thing or are they going to do the wrong thing? It, it's this, it's the same as every other person on earth. It, it's just that, um, you know, ideally that person has got a, a little bit of a better, um, bearing on, on how to wield that authority. Right. Right. And so do you feel um, at risk at all? Obviously, you're getting a lot of, um, you know, even even just in this chat, people are somewhat advers adversarial, <clears throat> although, it, although relatively polite too. I thank you for that. And um, so do you feel at risk right now for speaking out and in even giving that kind of advice, how to speak with a cop? Do you feel like that uh, even though you've resigned from the Winnipeg Police Service, that they, they could still take, at, you know, private action to target you in, in the back end you probably can't answer this question but <clears throat> uh so the question is do i feel at risk from the service yeah like if you gave very direct advice right now on how to mm. how to work i'll say how to work with police not how to fight yeah. against them that yeah. uh, that don't have your awareness don't understand the context that, that maybe they believe in the boogeyman much more than you do and that they sure. think that muzzle is 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 a, as actual health protection of some kind and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and walking through those conversations would be invaluable to show people, you know, 
what questions do you ask that my, my way to navigate those conversations is always to ask questions under whose authority are you telling me that I have to do that? Could I see the written orders? Could I see the, the freedom of information act report that, that yeah. shows that, that, that actually came into, into, uh, don't show me the statutes and orders and mandates and, and even laws show me when, when that, uh, contract became involved with me. Is yeah. there is there any evidence, right? So there's some basic questions that you can ask that that start to derail that. But I'm just curious if yes. you feel at risk from from providing that kind of direction to the public at this stage, because that would be amazing leadership. No, I just I just think that it's a lot more complicated than than people like to let on that it is. And and so if I'm if I'm picking and choosing my words very carefully, it's not because I'm I'm concerned that I'm going to say the wrong thing and somebody's going to take my advice and try and sue me because it's bad advice or anything like that. Oh, I no. mean. You, you, you know, like, like, I Not just that kind of risk. I'm actually talking more from your from the inside, right? That um, even yeah. though you've resigned, there's yeah. still obviously some kind of, um, you know, you've got a history with with them. Sure. And, and um, do, you, do you feel do you feel do you feel like they could uh, take action against you if you say too much about that? Is there some kind of restraining order or agreement that to not say from the inside what's going on there? Well, I mean, we've seen we've seen this past couple of years that there's a lot of things that can be that that can be done. Again, whether it's lawful or not for them to do them is an, is another question entirely. They're breaking I, all the I, laws right now. Sure, and and I've you know, the, am I afraid? Um, is it a risk? Not I. Is it a risk? Okay, yeah, fair fair enough. Is it a risk? Um, Sure. I mean, there, there's some, there's some risk to it. Uh, there's, there's, you know, the, the more that I've gone, gone on in this course of course of action, it, it the, the more that I, I see that, um, you know, people that I, that I once had, had a good, um, a re relationship with are, are turning against me, so to speak. Um, I, you know, there, there's risks to everything, but, but, I mean, I always, I always looked at it like, like a police officer takes on a lot of, of responsibility. As soon as you put numbers on your shoulder and, and a flash, like you're taking on a heck of a lot of responsibility and, and to shy away from that responsibility is, you know, to try and put it all back on, on somebody else's. It's like, you have to, you have to make an action and then stand by it and, 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 and stand by it because you genuinely believed at, at the time that it was the right action. Now you can, you can be wrong. And, 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 you know, like there's things that I'm probably saying right now that aren't exactly a hundred percent right, but I, but I, like, I do believe them and I, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best not to say anything that I don't believe to be true. And so, you know, can you make mistakes? Absolutely. Can, you know, can, can you be, can you be in trouble for, uh, with, you know, these people who have been proven to do, to doing the wrong thing? Sure. Um, you know, but, but so what, so what is the answer to just do everything that they're telling you to do and, and, and act like a, like a, you know, you're, you're their, you're their little pet. No. Uh, you know, it's one of the things that I said at the very beginning, uh, there was, I got in trouble, uh, back in May because I, you know, they were trying to tell me, you know, it's gotta be this blue mask and not that black one. And my, my response to that is, look, I'm, I'm not a dress up doll. Like I, I'm willing to be reasonable. I'm willing to take reasonable measures to, you know, you know, play the game and, 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 
and try and get through this if you it, like you know because at some point in time we were still thinking like th- this this is something to be gotten through and then it's gonna it's gonna stop right right and and you know I, I so so one of the first things that I said was was look I'm not like I'm not a dress up doll like it, it it's not you know Doctor Zeus one mask two mask black mask blue mask nonsense like it, it, you, and you have to be able to just call nonsense nonsense like there's 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 fights to there's fights to pick and there's fights that that aren't aren't worth picking you know and but but you know as this marched on it was clear that this is this is one that's worth picking either either you're going to be you know here where we are where where people are losing their livelihoods because of of absolute nonsense or 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 this is all going to fold and it, and it hasn't folded and so you just you start you start saying like this is wrong and 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 it's a fight that I'm willing to to take up mm-hmm. that's great that's awesome yeah what makes the the risk worth it for you what would you like to see that would make that uh, risk worthy i I look at it. I look at it a lot to do with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm by no means a wealthy man. I, I I don't have, you know, if if my wife and I were to die tomorrow in a car accident, my kids would <laughs> probably not have a lot to their name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I do look at like, um, what what it what is what is worth passing on to a generation, right? Like your, what what is your goal? What is your goal as as a as a, as a as a family as a man uh, who's providing for your your family your your kids your goal is to have um them taken care of you know it, it's the idea uh you know uh, like a person a person who's really considering the future is, is the only kind of person that plants an oak tree that's only going to be in, enjoyed by their um their third the third generation their grandchildren right it, it's you know it takes it takes 80 or 100 or 150 years for some of these trees to grow and the idea of, of of somebody planting that with with the intention of somebody enjoying it that that they'll never see is really what motivates me i i it's my my goals in my life have have definitely shifted from you know the idea of making sure that I can get home and, you know, I've never been a sports guy, but let's say watch the bomber game on TV and, and sit back and kick back and have a beer. <coughs> Excuse me. That's, that's not what motivates me. You know, the, the idea of my family being secure and being safe and um, my, my kids being in a, in a world where they don't have to, um, they can go and just play soccer and not have to prove to anyone that they're not, you know, a filthy little urchin or whatever that, you know, a, a, you know, a sick, uh, piece of filth is, is what motivates me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I think most people are willing to put up with some moderate amount of infringements on their freedoms, uh, whether that that's right or wrong. I, you know, I, I don't know, but I, you know, I'm, I, I've certainly, like I said, I've I've always had a driver's license, and do I do I necessarily think that that's something that the government has an interest in? Is my is my car? No. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll pay property taxes. Does the does the does the state own my piece of property? Does the Manitoba own my piece of property? Absolutely not. It's nonsense. You know, paying paying 
but I do believe render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And and like the 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 paper money that we have here, the 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 fiat currency doesn't have my picture on it. It has it has some queen, right? Mm -hmm. And you know she can have it back. It's a it's a it's a <laughs> it's it's a piece of debt, right? Like it's it's a mm -hmm. it's a piece of. Uh, debt-based currency that, that, that we've been given that we're, that we're playing with. What, what really is longevity for us? I think it's, I think it's, <coughs> excuse me. My wife brought me some water here. Oh, good. Um, I think it's um, setting up for the future, uh, for, for future generations. That's really what it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. That's amazing. And so when so many parents say, <clears throat> I see now I've got my a frog in my throat. And I saw <laughs> one of the uh, affiliations you have is, I, I don't know if I'll find it really quickly, but mothers, something mothers. And it's, you know, mm -hmm. like mama bears. <clears throat> if it's you're getting between me and my kid, oh, it looks yeah. like I'm going to be standing up and speaking at that school board meeting and sending yep. some notices and doing this kind of thing. So uh, anyway, it was super interesting to talk to you. I know we could probably go on and on. I still have about a hundred sure. questions. Yeah. Maybe I could have you on again and, sure. um, you know, let, let a little bit of uh, things develop in the back end and see how you're doing. I would love to stay in touch and, and sure. um, you know, assist in, in any way that I can possible. And uh, you can visit the website uh, is Frontline Alliance uh, mb.ca. <clears throat> and uh, please do feel free to um, to connect with them and uh, contribute to their campaign, even though it's with lawyers. <laughs> Sorry, but terrible, <laughs> bad, bad uh, bias here. And, uh, and even Jonathan, see, he's being kind, saying thank you for coming on the show. It's very brave. Thank you, Jonathan. And uh, so lots of appreciation going on here, right? We can all come down. It doesn't, we don't need to have the same goals, actually. It, it, that's not when we don't need to unify. That's the other thing. Uh, Wayne Peter said it nice. We, cooperation is awesome, right? Yeah. If we can, if, if there are things that we can work together on to further yeah. further our causes, we're we're never going to stop being different people and having different opinions and different knowledge. But uh, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, it's if you if you see the the crimes going on, like, that's the legal system that we work in right now. Nothing is actually illegal if you're willing to pay the price, right? That that they, that a, a really truly wealthy person, <laughs> the the law doesn't apply to them. It just doesn't. And, uh, you know, so I, I dream of a, of a truly lawful world under God where, where uh, the, the right and wrong is what rules. And I think you have a very good handle on, on the basics there. So I uh, wish you all, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like let's, let's uh, give everybody a, the benefit of the doubt as well that, that we're, we're doing what we can and, and we're all going to learn. So I look forward to learning from you and a, and a path that I, I won't be taking, but uh, I'm, I'm curious how, how it's going to go. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much, James. It's uh, really Thanks generous of me. you to take your Appreciate time like this. And I know it's not your favorite thing. You're, you're the unlikely <laughs> hero that, and, and I really, really hope that this inspires others to see like, you know, yes, there, there might be a certain risk and we got the, you know, um, the Freemasons, I shouldn't say that, um, <clears throat> Asonic world out there that's uh, pretty, pretty um, inter intertwined and 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 webby and throughout our power structures for everything thing from uh, law enforcement to lawyers and judges and and you name it like there there is mm -hmm. a, a, quite a network out there I know we've been infiltrated by all kinds actually in 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 our time. Uh, maybe at some point we could have you come on to the Manitoba Lawful Action Group and and speak to some of these things, even some of these questions. Maybe we could work together on how how to navigate the the world out there. But in the meantime, I just wish you all the best, and uh, it's brave what you've done, and I hope people follow your example. 
Thank you. All the best to you too, Beth. Okay. Merry Christmas, by the way. How do you guys like my, Merry uh, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. my we, we, we decorated my ficus tree. It, most of the decorations are on the other side, so you can't see them. But. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for coming. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate all of the, the thoughtful comments. This is, this is a very provocative subject. I knew, I knew it was going to be interesting and, and well attended. And uh, if you're interested in the work that I do as well to help people get past the, the barriers to go through the firewalls, right? That's, that's what I've done in, in my life. I'm doing things right now that I, I never, I never expected to have the courage to be able to do. And so you can visit bethmartins.com and uh, you can do an archetype quiz to find out where you are at on the path of purpose. If you are uh, looking to see where your power uh, is, where you might be losing your energy, where you can gain what the gifts are at this point. It's not divination, by the way. It's not, there's no voodoo reading going on here. It's just literally, uh, there, you know, there, there are recognizable patterns just like in the Bible and how history repeats and all of that kind of thing that if you start to tap in with God's order, then you have more knowledge. You know where you've come from, you know where you're headed, and you can start to prepare for, for that in a, in a proper way. I also help people to build uh, service-based businesses that are based on their own life purpose, who they are, what they're gifted at, challenges they've overcome in their life. And I'm a real stand for, you know, if you had to resign such as James did or not had to, he chose that obviously, and you don't want to be part of that or the system just spit you out because Babylon is telling us to leave, then I'm here for you and I'm happy to have a conversation and see if there's any way I can, can be of assistance. So uh, you're getting lots of good appreciation here and uh, thank you so much. And thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate that. Nice to see you, Steve. It's awesome. Stephanie, thanks for all the great questions. And uh, I think that we'll just call it a day for here and let you go have supper with your family. <laughs> okay. Take care, everybody. Lots of love for now.